Okie doke. Everybody. One second. I just hit my video. Okay. So I want to get to the, to the study because it is late. This midah is like super duper important. It's Yashiv Yirachmenu. That after a person does tshuva, Hashem has mercy on us. So after Hashem, we do tshuva, Hashem has, has, has mercy on us. Hashem does not, does not deal with us like typical human beings deal. If somebody really hurts us, they pain us, seriously pain a person, Misratza Imo, when you when you reconcile, when the person comes back, when things are fixed, Misratza Ma'at, then at that point it's a little bit, it's not a lot. Misratza Ma'at, Lo Ka'avas Hakodemus, not like it was previously. Um, I asked someone in one of my, my mother-in-law's house, house, I'll tell you, she, she's, she's a professor of social work. I remember she told me a few times she had a spouse literally cheating on another spouse. And sometimes it was not a one-time event. It was, could be years. And, uh, you know, forgetting everything else, how do you get such a person to reconcile afterwards? I, I, I don't think you need me to elucidate that that relationship, <laughs> going back and you know, erasing it is, is it's extraordinarily challenging. And a person always has scar tissue that's there afterwards. Um, and in, in general life, um, it, it's very, very hard uh, for people to truly forgive. I'm not, we're not talking about minor, petty misdemeanors of offenses. When a person's really hurt, when a person's really cheated upon, when a person's really insulted or damaged or physically or whatever, emotionally abused, it's hard to go back to that, to that original pristine relationship. But when us and Hashem, when we sin to Hashem, and we are totally dependent on Hashem. And as we discussed previously, Hashem is so kind to all of us. If a person sins and, and, and he does tshuva, this is an amazing thing. That person, their stature, their status is even greater than before they sinned. In other words, when a person does tshuva and they sinned, their status becomes even greater at some, uh, at, so, at, some le- at some level. Which means not only does Hashem reconcile when we do tshuva with us, but we're even on a higher level than before. Now think about the case of you before. A guy comes to a therapist or whatever, a rabbi, and says that, he, that with his spouse, he cheated on her for years. And he said he had no money, he was spending money on another person. You know, could you imagine ever a day where the spouse is on a higher level than before this was revealed, right? Um, or, or anything of that sort, where a person, you have a partner, two guys, and they're partners for 20 years, and one takes money, steals money, and then comes to do tshuva, and the, for the, over those 20 years, you, the partner, lost out. You couldn't pay your bills, you had challenges, you had difficulties, and really, the whole time, it was your partner 
who is stealing money. And, and he really feels bad, and he apologizes. But you, most people, they'll think about those 20 years. It'll be very, very, very challenging for them to for, totally reconcile and totally forgive, let alone to put them on a higher level, a higher pedestal than they were before. And that's what Shem does with us. Uh, as the Gemara says in, in Baruch Islam Adalah in 34b, in a place where those who do tshuva, those who return, repent, stand, even totally righteous people cannot, uh, are not able to stand. And the reason is, as it says in the Gemara in Menachas, Chavtesimabes, Be'inyan Hashem, Be'inyan Hey, as far as the letter Hey, Lamli Asuik Achsadra. Why is it made like an Achsadra, an Exedra? An Exedra, by the way, Exedra, Exedra, this old Roman portico, we know that the Hey is, it's a Hey, and it is totally open in the bottom. So the Talmud and the Gemara in Menachas, the Gemara in Menachas Chavtes, learns that all of the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, all of the Aleph Beis, and tells us different things we learn from every single ois, from every single letter. And so why is it done like an like hey that way? That anyone who wants to leave this world, yatsa, they, have the, they could leave. Which means if you want to sin, it's a hey that's open on the bottom, because if you want to sin in this world, you have complete, total, free will to do that. Pirish, ha'olam nivra b'hei. The world is created with a hey. V'akarish baruchu baro ha'olam. When Hashem created the world, pasuach l'tzad hara. It was open with for 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 to do evil and to sin. Plentiful. A person can life live a life of iniquity. A person can live a sinful life. And there's no, there's no dearth of opportunity for a person to do any kind and all kinds of sins, of eras, to, lead, to live a completely life without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's like an exadra. It's totally like, like a portico. It's totally open. It's totally open. You come in and out. The door is wide open. You can go down, 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 down. There's plenty of opportunities. There's all types of ways of what you can eat and see and do and live and not do in order to live a sinful life. And by the way, on purpose it's that way. Hashem created the world with free will. And that, and, 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 and you know, we're not learning Derek Hashem now. But that is the greatest gift. It allows us to, to earn our reward and have eternal reward and to be divine-like and God-like to be able to choose as opposed to being robots or, or, or limited in our choice. We have completely, you know, um, you can go to university, you can go to work, you can do, you can do every vice, every avera in the Torah today. You can you can go and you can go on the internet and do every, come out everything and see everything in the world today, and that is because Hashem wants us to have the ability to choose. 
we're way higher than angels because we can choose. If we choose correctly, we can be closer to Hashem than anything else. We're on a higher level if we choose. But with that, that excedra, that achsadra, that hey, is a total opportunity to, to do the worst possible averas for many, many, many years of a person's life. A person has completely free will. And there's different ways you can do it. Um, you can look in the world every day. There are all kinds of vices, all kinds of averas, all kinds of iniquities that call our name and they tempt us. And we know how the Yitzhahara works from the beginning of time, from the time of the Nakash, primordial snake, the Yitzhahara. What does the Yitzhahara do? It knows you and I, everyone here on this call. A lot of people listen to this afterwards. Everyone who listens to this afterwards, and it doesn't, it's not an objective test. It knows what foods we like. So if a person likes a, a, a food that's not healthy for them, or non kosher, or a person's tempted by a person, or by money, or by power, or by fame, or they're lazy, or they want to just coast through life, or they don't want to think about things, it's a hard, it's going to give us custom made opportunities just to follow in its, in its footstep. And that's actually, at one level, a gift. It allows us to choose, and allows us to become great, but it also is a hey, it's an etc. It allows us to really mess up. And sometimes a person can mess up for many, many years of their life. <laughs> it doesn't just happen if a person is tshuva after one minute. Obviously, tzaddikim, right? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does some form of a verit, Shlomo Malach says. But tzaddikim do tshuva right away. The Gemara says that a tzaddik who, who knows and understands that sin is dreadful, sin is destructive, sin rips away a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they, they don't win a night. They will, they, will, they, will, they will fix, you know, in a healthy marriage, if you insult your spouse, you apologize, you can't fall asleep at night. How do you go to sleep when you're in friction? If you a child and a parent, how do you go to sleep when there's some form of friction? You, you will apologize just to clear the air, just because you care about the relationship. And sometimes the, the, a person could, not a psychopath, just a person's pulled by the Sahara, and for years, years, they're, they're in a path where they just couldn't and shouldn't be. And they're not just doing one thing wrong or two things wrong. I know, I'm sure you know people and who even at times grew up totally observant. I'm not talking about the person who did not know, know better when they're younger. Totally observant and left the path for a period of time. <laughs> I you know, left, you know, and and during that time, uh, they they could have done for that nothing. I mean, literally, not and nothing means not Shabbos, not kosher, terrible things from a Jewish perspective. And they knew better. And you would think this kid, he went to yeshiva, he ate hamburgers, which are not kosher, kept and kept Shabbos, and Pesach. What kind? And and, and it's open. You can be, you can walk out to the world today. And do anything you want. That's the hey. That's the etc. So you think that person who sinned either a little or a lot, mm, very challenging to come back. But the hey is also not only is it etc. Is it open completely on the bottom? Is it a portable on the bottom? But it's also open lamaila. It's also open above. Shim yashuv. 
if a person repents and returns, yikabluhu, that repentance, that returning is accepted. Ukush vihikshu, ulahadru ba'i, why isn't the person who does tshuva come from the same way, the bottom of the hay, the way they went out, they should go in. Go If you sin that way, come back the same door that you sinned with. You can't go back the same way. Which means to say the following. If a person does tshuva, to really do tshuva, you can't use the same fences the same general fences that tzaddikim do are not enough because a person who stumbled, who dirtied themselves, who sullied themselves, who hurt themselves, um, you know, they, they can't go through the same doors. Because the tzaddikim didn't sin. So number one, you see they don't have the same weakness. And number two is they're not pulled after it. When a person, you know, someone who never smokes and doesn't desire a cigarette, doesn't even know what it tastes like, you know, or never drank or never indulged in certain things, but a person who experienced it, they have some kind of pull because they've done it, they've had it, experienced it before. And obviously, if they stumbled in this area, it's a point of weakness for them as well. They, a little gather is enough. Amram so a person who really stumbled, and again, we're talking about a person who knew better, who understood the Avera, who understood that this is not the right path to take. This is not a good thing to do. You know, I was sitting tonight at this wedding. I couldn't believe it. A, a guy, um, religious man, you would see, you know, Goes to Shul, Davins, and I was talking, I told him to give this class. He looked in yeshivas, and I said, Do you learn any Musr? No, he's no Seder in Musr. He doesn't learn any, he learns a little Gemara. <laughs> you can't, you know, when you don't learn Musr, you can't, you, I told him, it's not just that you, you're weak against the Yitzhara. You don't have, you don't have great Hasagas, you don't have a, a, a worldview of greatness spiritually. And a person who's doing tshuva understands that they, they messed up. They can't go back the same door. They need to go through a new door on a higher level. You know, I, I, I mentioned this in a different context once when I was learning in Garrison on Bible, but I'm going to just tweak this muscle, it's my own muscle, that a person, let's say you have a, a, a boy who is a, a diabetic. A boy is a diabetic. So his father tells the boy, and he loves candies, Loves candies, loves sweets, loves chocolate and candies and sweets, and now he can't have them. His father tells him, you know, Mati, you're not allowed to go into the candy store. His, you know, it, other kids go to the candy store, the parents tell him not to buy. It's not the consequences are so great, but if Mati eats candy, it's gonna be really, really dangerous for him. That's what the father says. The mother of Mati knows that if Mati forget going into the candy store. If Mati goes on the block, if Mati goes on the block, he'll end up going to the candy store. He'll see the chocolate. He'll see the Twizzlers. He'll see the Jelly Bellies. Um, we miss Jelly Bellies, by the way. They have, it's not the same in, in Chicago. as It's like a few days older than it is in California. He'll miss the Jelly Bellies. He'll miss the Jelly Bellies. 
he'll look at, he'll see the store from afar, he'll be, he'll go in there. Because he has a, he, we know that it's dangerous for him, and he has a weakness for candies. So the mother tells Mati, don't go on the block. So when you're a little boy, you need your mother to tell you, and your, when you, or your father to tell you, um, when you're too weak for something. But when you get older, you need to know ourselves. We need to know there's some things that we're pulled to, and you can't go on the block. Because if you go on that block, you're going to end up in the candy store and eat something that's bad for you, that could kill you, that could damage you. And it's not just candy, it's something called an avera, it's a hate. And we like those hates. And some people can go on certain blocks, and some people just cannot go on those blocks, let alone to that candy store. And when a person already messed up, they need to take a different way. You can't go back the same way. You need, don't go on the block. I remember I knew a, a very, I'm not going to say his name because I have no idea if he would let me say this, a very prominent educator who has many lectures online and, uh, and um, is a famous teacher. So he once told me, I was in his house, he, he, he grew up, he loved rock and roll music. Like, loved the Beatles, loved rock and roll music. And he grew up, not religious, not, com- you know, not completely exactly, but like traditional like uh, in England, actually. So a traditional like. And he told me if he hears the Beatles or, or rock music, you know, as an older man, he said he cannot think in learning the whole day. What happens to him is he goes back to the 1960s in Liverpool, wherever he was hanging out, or, or, or Manchester or London. And, and like that music that he hears, it triggers him right away. And this, you would see this guy, he's a rabbi, he's an educator, he's a lecturer, he wrote books. You would never imagine that. But it triggers him. Because when he hears that music, it puts him back to 1966, wherever he was hanging out with long hair, maybe. You know, so, so for him, he stays away from that music like a fire. Because it, it kills his head. Somebody else hears it, doesn't, it doesn't bother him whatsoever. But, uh, so this is about Shuva. When he sees something, they have to, he, has to, he or she has to distance himself from when they messed up. So the hay has an opening on top. And the Balchuva, even though he went down from the bottom of the hay, he went to the opening of the hay, the excedra of the hay, the portico of the hay, the opening of the hay, because we have free will. When he returns, he has to come up top. He has to go above. He has to go ab- above. Um, and that top is tsar, it's more narrow. It's a difference. What the, what the Gemara is telling us, and what the Ramak is expounding on, it's figurative, but it's also instructive for you and I. The person that has to make himself or herself more, more gidarim. So let's say a person has a temper, they, and they, 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 they've hurt people with their anger, and they've, you know, they've hurt relatives. Um, so they have to make more more of things that if they even get a little bit angry, they have something that stops them. Normal people who don't get scream at their relatives or hurt people with their words, so they, they don't need to have as much concern. I, you know, I, I see some people, they're, they're married, not to a spouse or, to the, or connected to their children. They're connected to their, to their phones all day long, right? So I actually had, actually, actually it's interesting, I had a very prominent mechanic uh, in Chicago also, very, very well-known person. He ate my house at Shabbos. And he told me, he, uh, he teaches in, his, in yeshiva. And he said that he had a ninth grade boy who was a good kid, 
but he, he was always on his phone and he's on an iPhone and it really, it was, it was just taking him away from what he'd be. You know, teenagers, they can spend hours a day on, on their phone just doing absolute nothing. <laughs> Narish great, scrolling, whatsapping, texting, uh, whatever other social media they may use. It could just waste their, who know, uncountable hours of precious life on stupidity. And he said that this boy was a good kid, but he, you know, he, he was very addicted to his phone. And one day, the, the boy started to get more advanced in his studies, and he came crying, crying to this teacher, this great uh, rabbi, a scholar, and he gave him his phone, and he said, I need to smash it now. And he smashed his phone to smithereens. He said a few years later, this boy, this boy is the top, from the top boys in the yeshiva. Now, most kids don't need to do that, but this kid... It was, he was so addicted, the only way to fix it was to get nothing near it. I mean, it's for, some pe- for some people, the, the way back is you need to go a different way, and it has to come with challenge. If a person, you know, uh, so if a person is married to their phone, they, and they come home, they got to leave your car the whole night. Don't bring it into the house. Other people, they can bring the phone into the house, put it aside, they speak to their wife or their kids or their friends, and they can learn Torah. Other people, they can't do it. Like, you know, I try to, I don't bring, I leave my phone, I go to Shoal, I go to the Yeshiva, I'll go to learn. I only bring it in there because I know, I know myself. I'll check, I have thousands of, who knows how many emails a day, a week that I get, and I have all kinds of, what, well, I have things from St. Jose, some things, I have many things from Chicago, things from the East Coast, I have Shaduchim, you name it. Um, people ask me, I don't get my, my cell phone, I, I said, because I, I know where to live. I'd be getting texted all day long. <laughs> no question, I wouldn't live. I had hundreds of emails a day. I can only imagine if I would get texted all day long, what, what would happen. I wouldn't, not that I wouldn't live. I, for me, it would be bad. I would end up checking my phone left and right. Would, and certain people do it, and it's fine. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong. I know for myself, that doesn't work. I wouldn't be able to learn and have Benuchas and Efesh and have, we all have that. And a person needs to know when they realize they're messing up, they, the, the, the path to fixing it is not the same way you came. It's new way. I'm not talking about minor things. When you want to majorly reconstruct your life, you know, right? You've been, you've missed davening or shul or whatever it is, and you what? You can't go back to the same routine, right? It, if you, it, the definition of insane is to do the same thing over and over. Go, try, you got to go a different way, and sometimes you have to be a little bit, push yourself harder and with more fences to protect yourself that you shouldn't slip. So I mentioned sometimes you see a kid who went off the path for a period of time. And very often those kids, had, there was some kind of dysfunction, be it familial, uh, sometimes emotional health, uh, other things. So um, that being the case, that being, that being the case, when the person wants to come back, if it's nothing like that, they, they, can't, they can't go on the block of the candy store. Wherever that candy store is, whatever that candy, that sin that's, that tempts them, sometimes it's ladies for a man, sometimes it's partying, sometimes it's drugs, sometimes it's smoking, sometimes it's the internet, sometimes there's other vices, whatever, whatever it might be, the, the, the path back is challenging and, 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 and a person has to push himself. Lezek Adam Tasha Tshuva um, that Hashem brings him back. You know why? They're not only not the same person. They had to push themselves in a way 
uh, that that um, that the other person did it with Tom's explanation. The tzaddikim don't do because the tzaddikim can all they're not, they, they they don't have to be so careful. They never they never messed up. So the Balchuva pushes themselves and puts them in a direction that a tzaddik never has to deal with. Now I will say that it doesn't mean that even the Talmud says that where Balchuva stand tzaddikim don't stand. It does not mean. That a tzaddik is, does not bring more pleasure to Hashem than a balchuva. A tzaddik actually does, but it means that a, a balchuva, at some level, is closer to Hashem because they have to make so many, so so many, so many efforts. Let's start with Alderf Pesach Elyon Vesigvu Atzman, and they're pushing themselves. By the way, when I say balchuva, I just want to clarify one thing. Uh, you know, on this call as well, and some people that listen to this, we, we call today a balchuva. And the common vernacular means a person who was not observant when they grew up and became observant. So that's for sure Baal Tshuva, but he's not talking about that. He's talking about somebody who knew better, not somebody who grew up reform in Marin County or in San Jose or in Austin or in Houston or in Westchester, New York, and never knew Torah Mitzvahs when he was in college or earlier or later, realized it was Hashem and started the path back the tshuva, which is amazing. So that's, that's also a, the, a, some level applicable, but it's a little bit less because the person didn't know nearly as much when they, when they were not observant. The, he's talking about a person who knows better. You and everyone on this call right now, we all, everyone on this call right now knows Hashem, knows Torah, understands. I don't know, there are people who probably listen to this who are not on that level, and, you know, but, but the point is, the, 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 there are there is a difference when you know when you mess up, right? All of us here know about the important things in life. And, you know, um, you're all righteous, but we all know, we're all righteous, we all know that we mess up on certain things and we know better and, and we want to we wanna improve ourselves and go, we, we, the way of improvement, as mentioned, is going to push ourselves in new ways and that, and that level is a level that Sadiq and Gumar don't stand. The person who is tshuva has to go to the upper part of the hay. And make more of an effort. Push the person more, more than even the, the righteous. They go to the which is, again, this is going to be totally Kabbalistic for a second. And the so the the balchu is on the top of the hay, the top, op, top opening, and the tzaddikim are on the lower part of the hay. The top part of the hay is closer to Hashem Kaviyachol. We uh, a person who does tshuva is at some level closer to Hashem. Now, at some level, the mashgiach of Lakewood or Matzah Salman gives a mashal that what that means is sometimes you have an advanced. Sheer an advanced lecture, and the, the major Talmud and the major students um, are right next to the great lecture, the Torah Moshe Feinstein, the Rabbi Cutlers, the Chazan Ishes, the Belzerabah, whoever in this great, the, the Chavetz Chaim, you have the big old students. And a person comes and they didn't grow up and they didn't know as much and they push themselves and they're excited, but they're not at that same level of these students. But sometimes the Chavetz Chaim will bring that student right next to them. You sit next to me. Why does the Chavetz Chaim do that? For two reasons. He, appreciation of the effort. 
And number two is he doesn't want that student to feel bad with all these other advanced people. So at some level, I don't want a person thinking a Balchuva is bigger than the Khan Kanyevsky. Khan <laughs> Kanyevsky learns 18 hours a day for 80 years plus, right? But, but at some level, a Balchuva may be sitting closer to Hashem than Khan Kanyevsky. It's possible. But that doesn't mean the student's bigger than Abraham Kinevsky. Is that clear? Am I making clear to people? It means yeah. that student is sitting closer to Hashem because Hashem appreciates the effort. That person, that Hashem sees the sincerity and he sees how much the person came. Sometimes he wants to bring them closer that they should feel it as well. But it does not make them greater than Abraham Kinevsky. Abraham Kinevsky never did any of these vices. He probably messed up at some small level to chew with it that day. Uh, but he's been learning Torah his whole life, and, and, he, and obviously he's going to be on a higher level. But the closest to Hashem and the, the relationship to Hashem, a per, uh, sometimes it's like is a way higher level because of that. And that is, so that's going back to how I started. We think to ourselves, if a person leaves the path, they can be closer to Bicham Kenyevsky possibly than, than to Hashem. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. All right? And you know, I said, if a person would cheat, on their spouse for a little bit, cheat their partner, you know, or for years, we, to reconcile, to, we don't forget, maybe to forgive them after many apologies and lots of Yom Kippurs and lots of working, but to be closer, real tshuva, person really comes to Shem al he brings us back to, our, uh, uh, to where we were and even closer, a person could have left the path live the completely off life, and yet they can be totally reconciled with the Kaddish Baruch Now, in a Shav Ka'avarishon, and not only that, and that won't even be like the first love that Hashem had, even more, Hashem will even love the person more, give or bring them closer, Appreciate that they had to come with tremendous efforts that they came they came back. By the way, we live in a world today, it's not, not our topic, but people are so unforgiving. A person you mess up today, you know, we, they call it the cancel culture, but it's not just the cancel culture. I'm not even talking about the woke part of it, which is crazy stuff. Um, I mean, and, and scary, to be honest, and, uh, and not good for the Jews at all on many, many levels. Um, but what I'm talking cancel culture is in the religious world, in the world that we live in, in our own personal lives. If we would see a person do an Aveira, right? I'm not talking about religious. Let's say a, a, an act of moral turpitude. They, they put on a, I'm not talking about psychopaths either, but really weakness. They hurt family members or community members or other people. People want, they don't want them to, to, to be reconciled. They, they, want, they want a permanent scar on these people. They, as much as they can forgive them, it, it's a feeling like what you've done is unforgivable. You damaged the community. You damaged your family. Whatever it is, people are so unforgiving. And Hashem, not only is He forgiving, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is forgiving, but you put a person on a high level. Of course, David HaMelech, obviously, um, as the Gemara says, whatever happened with Bathsheba is not a sin the way we talk about it. But at his level, it was uh, it, was, it was sinful at his level. David HaMelech is the example for all of us that a person, whatever they do, they can always come back to Hashem and even have Mashiach come, even have the Shekhinah 
come on a person. It's an amazing thing, the power of tshuva. But not only is it, it's not only is it important for us to be cognizant and aware to have a hasaga, to have an understanding that tshuva, when a Baal tshuva makes efforts, they're closer, even Sadiqim Gamurim, that, that, that they're totally brought back into the, to the fold. Of course, some of the greatest scholars over the, the generations, Reish Lakish, Rabbi Shunman Lakish, was a gang member, and the Gemara says he was a murderer. He became one of the most quoted people in the Talmud. Rabbi Akiva, uh, who grew up, who was what you call a Shomer Shabbos Jew as a kid, who was ignorant, becomes the leader of all generations after him. But not only is it about Shiva close, it, the, the other important thing is, is that the way to do it is not the same way. It's really, we have to, we have to know that when we're talking about Shiva, it's a person who understands that what sin is and doesn't go back the same way. Now, says the Ramak, So to, when we're imitating, again, the, the whole point of the Sefer is that you and I should go in the ways of Hashem. As I started, and as I reiterated last week, we follow the ways of Hashem. Not only do we live a divine life, not only do we live a holy life, a holy life, with the Shekhinah's inner, not only do we have a life where, where, we, where, where we're happier and better, uh, but we have bracha in this world and bracha in the next world. And the reason we have that bracha is because we're following the ways of HaKadosh Baruch So how, do we, how are we madama to this midah of Yashir Rechameinu after tshuva, Hashem will have total mercy. He'll even put us higher than before. Don't keep hatred. Don't, don't move on. Don't, don't forgive. Forgive. Forget. If a person does tshuva, you have to, just like we want to be accepted by Hashem, just like we understand Hashem, the beauty of tshuva is that Hashem not only allows us to come back, not to the back door, but when we come and we make that effort, we look to the top of it, we're as close to Hashem as anyone else. When you see your friend come to you uh, and ask for your love, it could be a relative, it could be a friend, it could be a business associate, it could be a neighbor, a shul, a shul friend, whatever it may be, a stranger, a person, a co-worker, and they come back and they, they, they feel bad, they have harata, and they, they're legitimate. Now I'm not talking about where the person's coming and it's insincere and you want to, when you want to push them a little bit hard to create sincerity, which is a, a, a fine art. I'm talking about when the person comes and you know they're sincere, then it doesn't make a difference what they've done. doesn't make a difference what they've done. You know, the goal is, I'm not telling you it's easy, the goal is to follow the ways of Hashem. You should even love them more than before. Now, I would say the interesting thing is, children to parents, of all of the examples, is the easiest. It could be a child, and I've seen this, where the kid was the worst kid in the world, and they were a druggie and a vagrant, and disrespectful, you name it. And they come and they do tshuva. A parent will sometimes totally, totally re-embrace them and put them higher than before. But almost any other relationship that I've ever seen, it's very rare that it happens. And these people, they just bear, they never forgive. They just never forgive. Totally not a kashem. They, the person, they may be 
when they want to reconcile the other person, they realize their mistake, they may be different people, they may be better people, but they cannot just forget. And that's not the way of HaKadosh Baruch The Ava Yosu, because Hashem puts it in Ava Yosu, because of the Ali Kebali Tshuva, when we see something like this, when we see a person sincere, and they repent, and they want to do better, we should say to ourselves that this person is exactly what the Talmud says, like a Baal Tshuva, or is it Tzadik Gamur, that they're as close to Hashem as possible. I want to bring this person as close as possible to me. This person, with, after the efforts they've made, yeah, they hurt me. They hurt you, right? They, they damaged you. They, they insulted you, whatever it may be. They, they vilified you. But now they're, 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 they, forgi- they, they have asked forgiveness and they feel bad. The way of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to have to bring them even closer than before. Even more than the Tzadik Gomer, even though the, the, you had a friend who was your best friend and, and they hurt you and they damaged you, they, they, they betrayed you. Uh, that's a very American word for the, the worst thing a friend can do is to betray. Uh, and they really betrayed and stabbed you in the back. And months or years later, they come and they apologize sincerely. They should be your best friend for that. Not, it shouldn't be, okay, I'll forgive them, but I can never bring you close. No, the way of Hashem is, if when you see this person sincere, true forgiveness and true recognition that for them to come to that point is tremendously difficult and challenging. And so that really is this midah of Yashiv Yerachmenu, that, 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 you know, to renew the closeness for the one who asks forgiveness. And it's important for us on two levels that we need to know that whatever we've done wrong, when we, when we, we can be totally not only reconciled to Hashem, we can be on a higher level, higher level of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And number two, we all, all of us, Fortunately and unfortunately, you know that hey, that etc., that opening for us to do sin and to be and to be and, and to have free will and then to come back to Hashem is also for people. We, we will be disappointed in life. Humans are humans. Sometimes those humans are very close to us, and often though people will apologize and feel bad. And the Yiddish way, the Jewish way. Is not like they not that is not like you see in the world around us that cancel. We don't cancel anybody. We not only do we bring back into our lives, but people we bring we, we bring people close, people who are legitimate. And again, I, I just my own experience. I've I've seen this happen with children, which is beautiful and the correct thing. I very rarely see it with any other relationship. And the Yiddish way is just like a child. You would, you would, a person would forgive and forget and, and want to be close to the child and want, to, and want that relationship. So too, with all of our brothers and sisters and all of Achenu B'nai Yisrael, when they did Shuvah, we should be like Hashem and not only forgive them and put them back where they were, but even on a higher level. Okay, that ends this very important lesson. I thank